Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus footballistically arsenal is backed for the season by ladbrooks Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. This is our second podcast of the week in the new double podcast weekly situation that we're doing. Let Give us feedback, let us know, you know if you hate it or like it. I'm saying that, people are averse to change, aren't they? Everyone probably hate it, but you know, we're giving it a go. You get two podcasts for free every week. I mean, what more could you want? Anyway, I'm joined by Gilad Kestenbaum, who is Sidekick Psychic Josh for this week. Lovely to be here again, boys. Thank you. And I'm joined by Alan Alger, who arrived late for the other podcast all those days ago that we put out on Monday night. But he's here now on time, funnily enough, for this podcast. Good to see you, boy. Welcome, Alan. And Charlie Eccleshare of The Daily Telegraph is here, actual football sports journalist. You generally do you do just football or sport as well? Football and tennis. Tennis? Yeah. Interesting. Who's your favourite tennis player? Andy Murray. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Um, Yeah. and this is the po- supposed to be the podcast where we talk more about specifically the game coming up this weekend, which we were playing Liverpool. We can still, you know, if you have anything to say about the misery of um, the, the defeat against Stoke all these days on, feel free to mention it. But before you do, let me just remind you that footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Labrooks. Bet £5, get £20. So if you deposit £5... Labrooks will add another £20 to your account. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.arsenalpodcast.net. But as we approach the Liverpool game, Sunday, 4 o'clock, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now it is. I mean, can't we mention this in the other podcast on, on Monday night that two defeats now, this, uh, this <laughs> managed by this manager, this Arsenal team, is a, cri- is a real crisis, isn't it, Alan? I mean, it's, and obviously it's quite likely we will lose. We'll get to the official predictions at the end, but it's not, it's not a pleasant situation, is it? It won't be. Um, you're, looking at, you're looking at a rival for a top four finish, and that's the important thing. And, you know, cast your minds back 12 months ago when being underprepared for the home game against Liverpool that opened the season was the difference in points between finishing in the top four and not um, last season. And it does look like we're going into a game, you know, a huge game against them, this time away from home, completely underprepared. And I think we'd all bite your hand off now for a draw, wouldn't we? Yeah, and it's interesting. That's a good point about that, Liv, because after the Liverpool opening defeat, Last season, when people like me and you, I'm sure, well, people like me, you're, you tend to be kind of actually calmer about these things in your kind of 
wonderfully uh, disdainful tone about but i probably <laughs> did i was i probably was hysterically angry i, I imagine i can't i'm not gonna listen back to it it would be embarrassing but of course in the end that result was the difference between finishing fourth yeah. or outside the top four and qualifying to champions league so these moments do matter don't yeah, they Charles? we basically gave a main rival a three-point head start yeah. on us. <laughs> yeah. know, entirely unnecessarily i guess the only hope would be for us that maybe liverpool be similarly unsettled what with the whole coutinho business and um you know that it's not like they're a, a team without weaknesses you know they yeah. drew three all on the opening day they are vulnerable whether we're the team necessarily to exploit those vulnerabilities um We'll see. But. There are a lot of parallels, aren't there? Because I actually, of course, I watched the um, both Liverpool and Arsenal's games last weekend in Barcelona, in, in a bar in Barcelona, Belouches, um, which also doubles as a uh, like a student kind of you know place where you can hang out, and um, they have all the all the show all the games. And um, I did I did watch the Liverpool game with my mate who's a big Liverpool fan, and then we watched the Arsenal game. And then, apart from the fact that we lost and they won. There's the Coutinho Alexis Sanchez similarity. There's they letting in loads of goals as are we terrible defending set mm. pieces as are we. They're slightly weird. Liverpool fan was telling me, you know, his, his selections can be irritating and weird sometimes, mm. but they kind of give him the benefit of that because he's fun and he's Jurgen Klopp and he's, yeah. he's, he's has been a breath of fresh air. And so there are a lot of similarities, aren't there, in in the way the two teams and also they get a lot of possession and they kind of fall into a bit of that tippy-tappy kind of style when they're playing a team that has been quite defensive mm. as they were as well last weekend and as we did against Stoke and we ended up tippy-tapping in front of them and that didn't work. So it's going to be interesting, isn't it, Gillard, what happens when I, we face each other? Yeah, I think though that... Um us going to them will actually Liverpool will love it because normally you say a team will go to Anfield and will just sit back, sit back, sit back, sit back. And I, I don't, I know that Wenger has may, maybe done that. I think he did it against Manchester City maybe two years ago mm. when we won away. Yeah, the two 0 But yeah. yeah, but I think I, I think that, <laughs> I think that the cracks are already beginning to appear with him, um, especially when he when he gives interviews. And I don't think he'll be able to say uh, do that. And I, I think Klopp is better tactically than Wenger. And I could see this being a game where say the the back three or the back five as, as we call it is really exploited with the the pace of Mane and and Salah this week so I'm yeah. actually really worried because sometimes Wenger when you least expect it pulls a result out of the bag mm. um, but I think this could be a route it'd be interesting to see what happens with the team selection won't it because can he can he you can't stick with that crackpot <laughs> defensive <laughs> I know can he I mean he's got to play a third left back yeah someone said something about Kieran Gibbs like, is, was it you who said that about how you know any other manager in any other team would have Kieran Gibbs is a talented player isn't he that he would have like nurtured him and turned him into a well, no, I mean, that, an England regular also English which English. normally means you get a absolute premium weird, transfer because, because Kieran Gibbs certain times has shown that he can be a competent defender and good going forward yeah. so he has got flashes of it and again it drives me back to the point of you know he's either fantastic or absolutely awful there's no in between for him at all and again that inconsistency where does that lie but team selection this week I, I don't know you know you've got someone like Rob Holden who apparently is alive and well and mm. Wandering down Barnet High Street, you know, without bench, a care in the world. Did you, see, did you see what Wenger said about him? No. Wenger came out and he said that he didn't play him against Stoke because his confidence was very low. <laughs> it probably won't help him well, going into this game. Now, this was going to be my point. So, oh, sorry, Alan. this confidence. <laughs> yeah, but that 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 confidence thing that you mentioned, 
So what does he do? Rip into that Stoke team, dismantle it and say, well, you're dropped because I think it was a poor performance. Yeah. Or does he go back to stubborn arse and being the same? No, I thought my team selection was fine. We were unlucky. It was the ref. I mentioned it after the game. 70% I'll, possession. I'll, yeah, we had the possession. Um, the, the, the expected goals, I think it would have been a one-all. So yeah. we didn't dominate the game. We didn't absolutely dominate the game the way that he probably suggested. And then maybe he just sticks exactly with what he's got and 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 tries to make something of it. Well, and he way. knows it's a bit of a freebie game because I suppose everyone's expecting that we get beat anyway. But that's exactly it as well with the, with the um, stubbornness and just sticking to what you had because, as we mentioned in the last podcast, you know, we got away with that Leicester win. That was, it, it wasn't like we re- our defence was resolute and we no. won 1-1-0. We let in three goals at home. Yeah. Completely got away with it. And then rather than be like, okay, shoot, you know, we got away with that one, but now... You, We've got a few, a couple of defenders back. We can actually play proper defenders. We're like, oh no, but we won the game, so we'll just stick with doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so he does. He, he always does crazy. that. Both sides of the coin, though. Doesn't yeah, he? Mm. he does it after defeats where he thinks that mm. we've been unlucky, and he also yeah. does it where we've been lucky in wins. So, mm. yeah. I, I, has there ever been a time as well, uh, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, has there ever been such a divisive time on player opinions? Has there ever been a time where you could sit and name our starting eleven before a game? Uh, you can't do it. No. it uh, this point of the season and at any time of Arsenal well, in the last thing. few years. Well, it can be a good thing because if the opposition is sitting there, they don't know either. But it's not, which but, is, I mean, which is interesting. It, it can, th- and it produces uh, competition between players. Yeah. But because of the erratic nature of the way these players are picked, and it's not to do with performance, it's sometimes to do with keeping them happy or ego or. Uh, just sheer stubbornness, then I don't think it sends the right message to the players. It should, but it doesn't. But I think what it, it, it it's more revealing of the fact that there are a lot of, of seven out of ten players at the club, very mm. few, let's say, yeah. or nines. Yeah. You know, so we have lots of players at a very similar level, yeah. but not many who are that much better. But then shouldn't there be consistency? Like the Chelsea team last year that won the league, some of their players were six out of ten, seven out of tens, but they knew that they were playing every single week as they were performing. As yeah. Alan is saying, every week... And the Leicester, the Leicester, the Leicester team, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like... He, I know what you mean, but it feels like he doesn't know his best team right now. Mm. Oh, yeah. Rarely do, I mean, rarely does. No, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's a, a positive for us necessarily. I mean, it's more just reflective of a bloated squad where yeah. there are a lot yeah. of... Mm. Where there's quanti- a huge amount of quantity, but yeah. not a great deal of yeah. Well, we got, we got rid of our two non-league players today, <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was off on loan to Birmingham. So on Monday, you mean? Uh, on Monday, yes, yes, yeah. yes we did. Uh, um, so, the, yeah, you know, Godspeed, Carl Jenkinson, and your favourite, Jenko, lovely well, man, lovely as man. As I said, Gosh I think the Cohen Bramall one is even even. Yeah, that was you, you. I remember when we got Cameron, you were yeah. so freaked out by the whole thing. Well, there's, there are Headnessford fans that didn't see it in the, you know, yeah. who watched him closely in, yeah. in six divisions <laughs> below, six divisions below, and were absolutely baffled. They yeah. said they would have been baffled if a League Two side had come in for him. Yeah. But anyway, we'll look, we'll see them in the Championship. I mean, he's got he, he's again, he's is an absolute freebie of a, of a move, isn't it? Because Cohen Bramwell could he's not going to, but he might <laughs> start to become an amazing player in the Championship. Yeah. We could be not struggling to flog him to Watford yeah. in two or three years' time if we're lucky. You know, we Watford, we've got loads of good, yeah, good players. And um, we'll the, talk more about the game against Liverpool after this ad break. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. Gilad, you look like you had something... Yeah, no, I was going to say as well that if Alexis doesn't play, it will be interesting to see whether Arsenal decides to partner Boyd's favourite Giroud with Lacazette. 
because there is some calls that they should be playing together. Yeah. Uh, say the bit, I know this, this is quite, uh, this is yeah, quite cliche, but the big but, man, but, little man kind of. Uh, imagine how disciplined the second secondary defence, uh, secondary cent- central midfielder is going to have to be if we play two up front like that. You can play Aaron Ramsey. No. And also, I, don't, I don't think they would play two up front. They'd probably play right. Kazette off. Right, as they did, as yeah. they did against Leicester. Yeah, as, and when he brought him minutes. on, when he brought um, Giroud on in, in the game against Stoke, he put he put Lacazette further out wide, yeah, exactly. which is what you used to do. And I hate that. I can't. Yeah. You, but clearly, Lacazette is great. Down He's going to be a really good up front, proper yeah. up front striker. So I, I'd be horrified if he does do that. I mean, I don't mind if he does. If he did a genuine four four two, as you say, but I don't see how he can do it without shitty midfielders yeah. <laughs> or our, our midfielders who well, haven't got just that. not disciplined enough no, to, no. to stick to that. No. And yeah. Um, yeah, so I would. I'd be horrified if he picked. Giroud, I have to say Obviously, the Giroud thing you know my line about him is he's, he's, he's absolutely brilliant until you rely on him to be brilliant mm. oh exactly he could be yeah. a, he should be he's a, a good like second choice striker yeah, yeah he's yeah. Like, like Canu or something yeah. like that yeah. my, ed, my, my edit version that would be he's, he's good when he, when, he, when he until he has to be really good yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but uh, the interesting thing about the whole Sanchez will he, will he or won't he pick Sanchez on Monday Gillard you said exclusively in your scoop insider thing that Sanchez, Sanchez wants, wants to leave. To leave. Exactly. So are we now building up to the horrific, in my opinion, situation where, so he doesn't play against Liverpool, he, you know, this whatever reason, and then come the transfer with night, we're all sitting there watching, what's his name on Sky Sports Jim News, Jim White, <laughs> and we get, and we sell him for 70, 60, 70 million quid to Man City, and we're left with no, with, with the most mediocre squad in decades, because without him... Well, the, the, reason, the, the thing is, he hasn't gone yet to Man City, because Arsenal is standing firm, so I'm not saying that he's definitely going to go, right. but he does want to leave. But so. you also said, but we also, I think we all agreed that, that he's, you know, if a big, big bid came in, then we would sell him, wouldn't we? I mean, I'm yeah. I'm just sure we would, and I'm sure Wenger's been through this before. He says no, denies it, denies it, denies it. Until well, Nasri, Nasri, right. right. Disinterested player for for nine months that then goes on a free or taking the money. I mean, that I hate, I hate that it has to boil down to business terms, but it, it, that that is the decision. And that's, I don't it's the decision think, I don't everyone think, has to uh, make. You can't. I don't think keeping Sanchez either, though, will make much of a difference in terms of no me neither me neither I think I think we're going to come I don't think we're going to come top four and I think we'll say we'll come fifth or sixth so I don't think I really don't I I think think if he best case scenario I think he's such to me he seems like the kind of guy who if he was there would just give everything because I think he he doesn't really know any other way and I think he'd get bored of not being the best player and not running around loads and being really committed and I think he could have a good season, he, almost like that Luis Suarez at Liverpool a few mm. years ago. And remember, he was out the door. He was gone. He was a disgrace. And everyone wanted him handed out of English football. He was yeah. banned for 10 games. He then just came back and absolutely smashed it that season. And I, yeah, and I again, everyone was saying, you know, he's going to go on strike. He, he doesn't want to play. Mm. And he could. And, and I think Alexis could is the difference between coming fourth or fifth. I, do, I really do. I think he could be. I think, you know, I don't, I think I, without him, I don't yeah. feel we'll stand up in hell. Of being I, don't, I don't think fourth takes a lot of getting this year. I really don't. Oh, really? I well, really even don't. with even so, really. What? Well, so you think Chelsea, Chelsea City, City, and United, United will be away and oh, okay. gone? And I don't think fourth takes a lot of getting. I but really Spurs don't. and yeah, Everton, even though even well, challenging for they'll it, they'll have chances. Yeah. But, but it's not going to be easy said, to get it. Is it? Said that you're in a three-team shootout with those, even yeah. though you think the squad is poor. Well, especially you're Sanchez, happy with it. Okay, with Sanchez, we stand a quite a pretty good chance of, of getting ahead of those. But without him, I don't. I don't think we do. Unless Liverpool have in the same position with Coutinho and yeah, they don't get anyone in. And do you think we'll sign anyone before the? Well, end that's of the my other thing. Yeah. Is that any other manager 
in the world, as I keep using that phrase, would just go out there, wouldn't they? With this impending situation with yeah. Sanchez, why not just go out there and get the Lamar thing sorted? Clearly, there was interest there for ages. Mm. Just fucking sort it. Just okay. give them 80 million quid or whatever it and, costs. And sign him on that. And also, what will probably happen will be that we lose to Liverpool. And then a number of years ago, we went on that mad yeah. dash last year. Andre Santos, uh, Andre yeah. Santos <laughs> Ben Ayoun, all of those players. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if Wenger goes out and he buys three players, say at 15 million each, who are not adding anything. Lucas who are just, Perez style. Exactly, who are adding to yeah. the uh, oh God, seven out of 10, six out of yeah. 10. I mean, it's just... Yeah, so what, he could just go out there and get a really good, skillful player that we need. But if he hasn't done it yet, Boyd, he's not going to because it's Arsene Wenger. <sighs> I mean, Charlie, any... It takes any... so long to do deals, doesn't <laughs> Yeah, there's been... I, mean, ve- I have to say, I mean, Lamar's gone quiet. I, uh, we were linked with Seri, the Nice midfielder, who's now going to Barcelona instead. Um... At the moment, it doesn't look like there's anything impending. You can put a rabbit out of the hat. But I... PSG have got... If PSG is signed, are they still going to sign Mbappe, do you think? Is that still going to happen? Is that uh, I think that's no. up in the air. I mean, he, the he air. stormed out of training, um, yeah. had a bust up a few days ago. So I, I think he'll move... Whether it's PSG, I mean, they're going to have sure. so. Many, well, that would if he did, that would they would have like so many really good well, like attacking Draxler. players. Draxler, <laughs> but immediately yeah. were linking us and Liverpool to Draxler. But if you were Draxler, you'd probably go to a team in the Champions League. I would go to Man City and say to them, "We'll do a swap for Aguero, Sanchez for Aguero." Would mm-hmm. they do that? Would they do that? There was, that there was talk about it at the time, but I, I don't that know if Pep fancies uh, Aguero. No, that was said towards the end yeah, of the last season, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't yeah. think they would do that because there's no Aguero's on a. Contract like that's the thing. Most clubs don't let their players get to within a year. Of their you mean you mean all eight of our players who are down to their yeah. last year well, exactly. or something? Yeah. It's just mad. We're the only club in the world. <laughs> yeah, no, we are. no, but what did Vega say though? That this is the best situation that yeah. we can have. <laughs> Some people yeah. thought he was joking. I had to watch it again and again and again and watch his face. And I think he's just doing his usual yeah, stuff. And someone's joking. caught me out with something, so I'm just going to go with it. Oh, he was absolutely not joking. Yeah, yeah no, completely. Yeah. So you don't think you think there's very little transfer at this stage? At this I mean, stage. If, if Sanchez were to go, then that might change things. But assuming he doesn't, then no, I don't. I don't think there'll be. And much. is Murtasaka going to get back in this team in terms of as as, as one? Right. Of the I was going to mention Murtasaka. Good, good point. Thanks, Gilad. The greatest thing that's happened so far this season. And I include the four three. I was at that fourth game. It was brilliant. And I had a great time. It was a really good match. But the best thing that's happened so far after the season is the video that Per yeah. did with. <laughs> Wenger, where they did each other's yeah. favourite things, and Per talked about his stoat. What is it? His pet thing. It's got some weird pet animal, and uh, Alan's looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. No, no, I'm trying um, to remember you, what it was. Yeah, um, and it was a brilliant thing, and it's like a lovely. And it, but again, like t- I'm totally in two minds. But it was the greatest entertaining thing, and lovely to see Wenger relax and having fun with his with club captain. But equally, I thought. Hold on, you know, the more important fact is you seem to have completely forgotten there's a central defender that you picked in the FA Cup final but a few ben, months ago and he, you're now not picking him but he, and rather pay three left-backs <laughs> in the centre. But the thing is, even with last he only played him when he absolutely had to. I mean, he, had, he absolutely he, had to... No, no, yes, got really no, high pitch. no, no, no. He, he did, but but what I mean is, it wasn't like um, I know, his I know, opinions I know. changed. But he I was mean, he was injured for a long time. He was injured, yeah. but even before then, he wasn't even getting minutes. I mean, he wasn't even yeah. playing in like you'd, you'd think he would start in the FA Cup against but, Lincoln right. or whatever. He wasn't even doing did, that. To me, did the fact that he was so uh, um, I thought absolutely commanding in that game, FA Cup final, without any minutes, as you say, surely that's even more reason why you can you could pick him against fuck Stoke. I think you could because what you would do is you would partner him up with two speedy players yeah. either side of right. him have him as the, the, 
the central yeah. one of the three centre backs. Ask him to do the things that he's good at. Get the others to do the things that he's not and so good at. And organise them. And yeah. then and yeah, right, yeah, organise exactly Rob Holding. That. He could be and organise yeah. them from a position of a World Cup winner and uh, club captain. And, and that's actually that really annoyed me in that Leicester game that young Rob Holding. Yeah. He's meant to be learning his craft. He's got Nacho Monreal, who's a left back, yeah. as the guy who's telling him where to be. Absolutely. Yeah. And, no, and then he has a stinker and he gets dropped. Yeah. It's like, what? It was unbelievable. How is that? Uh, and I, I, was at that I was defender. at that game watching Monreal very close. And, I, and I, that's not a criticism of Monreal, yeah. Monreal, by the way. No, well, I would criticise Monreal. And again, it's not his fault he's but, but, being picked out of position. But that's yeah. what I mean. I mean, yeah. as in he, he was not oh, yeah. up to that, but oh, that's totally. not his fault. His positioning is, is, is demented. I mean, I think it's, you know, he, I don't know anything about football, really. I'm just having to like Arsenal. But I watched it and he's like, where is he half the time? I'm like, where the fuck is But we going? switched to a four and we did it again at the weekend. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're us reverting to 442 prediction. <laughs> it was good, but we're kind of playing it for, for like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Think we're going to do a full reversion. Because <laughs> Liverpool I don't think play there'll for... be, I think there'll be a full reversion to that at some four, point in four. September. Four at the back. Four at the back. Four at the back, yeah. I think 442 would. Not four for the big departure. The, yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's four, two, three, one. He's never going to play two. No. Like, even that. Why not play, if, you know, try two up front? I'd be fine if you tried two up front, a proper two up front, even if one of them was Giroud. But that's not going to happen. He's just going to pick Giroud. I bet if we, like, say he picks Lacazette and not Giroud against Liverpool, which I would imagine is quite likely, he'd probably roughly stick with the same team, I know. Yeah. Maybe he'll change some of the defenders. But... And then say Lacazette doesn't score, doesn't have a, the best of games, because actually he was getting pretty bad service for a lot of the time, even against Stoke, and still scored the offside. He had one goal. chance and had you one put chance it away. Scored it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I can totally see him bringing Giroud back in, you know, in, in about two weeks' lone, time. Yeah. Man, yeah. And just revert and having exactly yeah. the same situation we've had for the last five years. He'll go, yeah. Just because that's the way, that's where you're And the thing is, it's, it's just so easy and comfortable at Arsenal. I mean, when I saw Walcott. You forget that he, I know you love Walcott Boyd, but you forget Look, that he's been there for I'm, so I'm long. I'm going to say it now. And that's with so many of those yeah. players that they hold just, on. This could yeah. be good. Is, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's a big moment. Me. I've been building up to this because I did want to mention both the Ox and, and I know Alan's like disdain for the Ox is legendary, <laughs> and I kind of you know, and I thought he was very. We didn't. He was very impressive for half the match. Or not he did he, shoot a lot. He, he did just, shoot a lot. Yeah, like, he worked hard and did some impressive runs. He, he has the Stoke. most completed dribbles in the Premier League after two oh, weekends. <laughs> His output after those yeah, is to no, be questioned. There's nothing about <laughs> Yeah, But what I was going to say was, even, I'm now at the point, and I love them both. You know, I, mean, I love Theo more, obviously. I, 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 my love for Theo knows no bounds. But I, even I, I, I'd be happy for him to sell him now. You know, just because the, 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 wow. the squad is so embarrassingly yeah. full of players that you love them or hate them or, you know, even if you have a fondness for them as human beings and, and Arsenal, people have been Arsenal for five, six, seven, ten years, in Theo's case, he's got to sort it out, hasn't he? He's Eleven. got to freshen it up. <laughs> Eleven. He's just got to go out there and it's get... All, it's all just so stale. Everything yeah, stale, in the club is stale. It's just... It's, uh, and and it also... It, and it starts... It, and we, we know this, that it starts from Wenger, but, but you just... Unfortunately, the Stoke game, you know... And now going to the Liverpool game, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, what's it called? It, it, as you said, like normally if you'd lose a, as a one-off to Stoke, you'd say, you know what, it's a defeat. Yeah. But everyone, everyone knows that this is going to happen. Everyone was expecting this. Yeah. And then in October, November, we'll have our good period and we'll win quite a lot of games and then falter again in February, yeah. March. I mean, yeah. it's, it's exactly yeah. what's happened. It's Groundhog Day for the last 10 Re- years. Yeah, the staleness is, is yeah. now reached new levels of staleness. staleness. <laughs> and now we move on <laughs> on that positive note. To predict what's going to happen in this game against Liverpool, it's quite tough. I mean, my main, my bold prediction is it's not going to be goalless. Hmm. 
Um, Alan, what's the betting? Have you got any betting news on the Liverpool game? Do you feel? Oh, we're, we'll be outsiders. Um, yeah. we've, we've drifted massively for the title out 16 to 1. Oh, so okay. we're in sixth position in the betting there. Right. Um, if Everton um, come in over the next Have few weeks, ahead of a few yeah. wins. Right. <laughs> no. um, for this game, yeah, we'll be outsiders. I think, as I said earlier, you've got to hope for a draw. Um, we might get it, you know. We yeah. might get it. Yeah. It might be a high-scoring draw. I've, I've, you know, there's been a couple of high-scoring draws there down the years: two twos, four fours, two two. Like it, Gillard. I think it will be two 0 to Liverpool. Really? Yeah, I think that they will. They'll win it, and they'll win it quite comfortably. I like the, I like your realism because <laughs> last week everyone said we'd easily beat Stoke. Well, not easily, but they were like, "Yeah, we'd." I think it will be an extreme worry to go 180 minutes without a goal. If, if you know if your prediction's right, mm. Mm. even though they're two reasonably tough away games, that yeah, that would be yeah. with our, um, you know, attack's not our problem. But then it suddenly does become a problem yeah. if we go 180 minutes out. And, and after that two 0 it really is. It's the full blown crisis next <laughs> right. <week. laughs> <Are you gonna laughs> broke, broken cannons in the newspapers. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. smiling as you say that. I think you're going to enjoy that. that no, no, I'm not going to enjoy it. But um, I, I think that the uh, I think it's Bournemouth after that, isn't it? I yeah. think that's when the uh, the, 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 the Wenger out will begin yeah. already. The next mediocre manager of Arsenal, Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's, he's been sorry, just to divert. He's been shown up. It's not. It's, yeah, not, it's a joke. It's not worthy. Yeah, yeah, it's not yes. worthy of us. Um, yes, Charlie. What's I think going? we'll start reasonably well for about ten minutes. We'll be thinking, you know what, we could actually, and then they'll score a really sloppy goal, and yeah. they'll be like, they just will not learn, and then they'll get another one to go two 0 up. We'll rally in the second half, get one back in vain in a two undefeat. This is the, so much like I've seen this game <laughs> a lot of times before. This is the kind of prediction I love. This is why I do it because you know people have to stain for them. But that analysis, I love that you picture the whole thing. I'm the same. I have a whole picture yeah. in my mind of what's going to happen. But, but Charlie, don't you think as well that Wenger at the end will be talking about how unlucky we were, the the mental fortitude yeah, the that we showed to come back, yeah, 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 two yeah. 0 and um, and how yeah. the referees just. Don't give us anything. <laughs> yeah, never get. But there's something about penalties. It's a conspiracy theory. It's worse. I last week anyway. Mm. Um, I think I, I'm, I'm going with that. I'm going I'm to, despite my whole negativity and depression, um, post Stoke depression, <laughs> PSD. Um, <laughs> I am going to. For, I think we will be a scoring draw. Yeah, I'm going to go three all. I'm going to go full wow. out wow. mental three all. Yeah, I think it's. Gonna we had that a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. Me. Um, I think it could happen again, yeah. Because I don't think uh, either you know, t- no, neither team can defend. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there's gonna be lots of shots of Coutinho and Sanchez on the, their respective benches or in the crowd or whatever. As but head to, head off to new clients. <laughs> See, one one team's going to have a week with a manager that's looking at the fact that they maybe can't defend and yeah. trying to think yeah. about where they can shore that up, and another's just going to do the same. <laughs> and we got same. St- we got Steve Bold. Guess well involved. <laughs> oh, there was that moment <laughs> I tweeted about. It. There was a great moment where there was a massive close up of Wenger like talking to Boldy like quite a long time like asking him stuff and he, uh, uh, you know after we'd gone one nil down Boldy just sat there looking at him yeah. so will you pick these morons yeah. in the well, right that, out position yeah. that yeah. was what was funny when he when was like yeah I didn't think there was a lot of cohesion between the centre yeah. so I was like are you kidding <laughs> did, any, did any journalists pick him up and say, why did you select all the left back I think it middle? was us and uh, you know, just look he was probably for us look yeah. yeah look I'm the manager Overall. That's what Boldy, Boldy gets paid 30, 30k a week just to be shouted at on a Saturday. I mean, yeah, uh, right. I know a lot of people that would right. do that. Would the mate's gone. What I was just going to say, I mean, you, you, you wonder with that Liverpool game, 
whether there would be a thought to exploit their vulnerability from set pieces and start Giroud. Yeah. I ju- I, but oh, I just, I see, yeah. I just wonder, and I'm not saying that's necessarily the best thing to do. I just wonder if those conversations will even be had. Lacazette can exploit them. He's he's he's, he's, got, he's powerful enough. He can head the ball. We don't need Giroud. That's my last word on the matter. <laughs> uh, we have run out of time. Thank you very much to Gilead. Gilad, thank you, boys. Alan and Charlie, and we'll be back next week. You know, to celebrate the five 0 triumph <laughs> over Liverpool. Bye. Yeah. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at thewhistleblowers.net. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Sports Social Podcast Network.